0: I found out the name of the uh, the brunette hottie at the party. Oh, who is it? Donna Mitchell. So I'm gonna write her, and say hi. Want to go to the fall harvest dance with me?
1: You serious?
0: <laughs>
1: sure, she'll say yes.
0: She might. Is yeah.
1: Fall harvest dance is in Juniper?
0: You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why not? It's every no matter what season, it's always a fall harvest dance. Welcome to January's <laughs> fall harvest dance. <clears throat>
2: Oh, I see. oh there you oh. are. There hey, he is. My lovely <clears throat> brethren.
1: Oh, no, hands wrestlers. up.
0: Hands
2: up. <laughs> hands
0: up. <laughs> your camera's kind of cutting you off at the mouth. Your picture I see at the front of your head and Yeah, it looks good. You look good. You sound good.
2: Well, thank you. You look yeah, good yourself. I know. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I found out the name of our girlfriend, the girl at the party.
2: So she anything I, else or
0: um Oh, she was a uh, Donna Mitchell. Excuse me, Donna Mitchell. She was um, a cover girl, a Vogue cover girl and model in the 1960s. And she did St. Vincent in 2014, Mona Lisa Smile in 2003, Boiler Room in 2000. Okay. But um, she looked
2: good right there. Um, Thank you for pointing that out. Yeah, so you can look her up. Mm -hmm. You can just Google her. I, I yeah. might Google her later on tonight. I, I'll, I'll I'll Google myself. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's right. Yeah, I got I just did laundry. I got some clean socks, so <laughs>
2: the
0: socks are sis.
1: oh Right. Uh,
0: just, we'd like to see more of your face, but Letter. We can't tell if you're laughing or smiling with us.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm reading. Are you, are
0: you with us? Oh. There she
2: is. Oh, yes. You a quick story.
0: There we go. Yeah.
1: So have a uh, about the, yes. the peeing at the party thing. Yeah. When Josie was like five or something like that, I used to joke around with her and I'd tell her, I'd be like, oh, I go, you had a tail, but it fell off. And she'd be like, where is it? I'm like, it's in the attic. <laughs>
0: nice. That's, that's, good.
2: that's
1: good. Mama,
0: the year award goes to the net. So I got, then, I'm gonna, next time I talk to her, put her on, i say, hey, where's your tail? <laughs>
1: that's right. She'll be like, it's in the attic. Okay, cool. So yeah. she goes to this birthday party. And um, I f- Steve picked her up. And here, she peed her pants at the party because she was too embarrassed to ask, like, where the bathroom was. And um, so I was talking to the mom. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, uh, you know, I'm horrified. I'm so sorry she did that, you know. I said, but she was probably just afraid to ask you where the bathroom was. She goes, oh, yeah. She, goes, she also told everybody at the party she, she had a tail, but it fell off. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs>
2: yeah. I What's always the like to pee my pants all the time, so it doesn't <laughs> matter. <laughs> That's right. Tell her she's I in good company.
1: So I'm like cracking up kind of at that part with the exorcist where she comes down and just says, you know, something right. crazy gonna, and then pees a candle. That's what she says. You're yeah, she's like, I there. have a tail. that fell off.
0: <laughs> it's in the attic. Mom keeps in the attic. <laughs> that's great. But then you after that, out. I was
1: like, okay, watch what you tell them because they do tell everything. Right, you know? right,
0: right. Now that yeah. story is going in the beginning. That's going to be the bumper. I am Montag, master of illusion. What goes up must come down, but not always. I'm Chop Chop,
1: and I am Bloodletter. And you
0: are listening to
1: Heavy, Heavy. Metal <laughs>
0: Oh, oh, tonight tonight kitties we have a good one we are going to talk about the scariest movie ever made no i'm not talking about glitter i'm not talking about showgirls i'm not talking about crossroads with britney spears we're talking william peter blatty and william freakins the exorcist we just watched this all of us together just enjoyed it laughing nervously at the parts that were scared and uh i tell you i'm i'm still i'm i'm glad we got to talk about it i i have these scary things inside that need to come out because i'm going to be terrified to turn off the lights in this goddamn house tonight i'm just going to tell you that i am sleeping with the nightlight and i am not ashamed to admit it
1: <laughs>
0: well me
2: and you both
0: yep well bloodletter. Uh, since you hadn't seen The Exorcist in a long time, uh, we'll start yeah. with you. What, what what do you think about this? What did you think? What was your experience like?
1: Tell it us. Amazing. It was amazing. No, I mean, um, I like the fact that they don't use, um, as you guys pointed out when we were watching it, a lot of music, you know, and so it's just, I don't know, it just makes it more interesting when there's not music, because it doesn't really give away, you know, like, Oh God! How do I think? like? It doesn't build
0: know. towards suspense. It doesn't prepare you. Yeah. For something.
1: yeah, it doesn't prepare right. you for something to jump out at you or anything like that. Yeah. You know, or like the music happens
0: when the scary thing happens. You know, like at the yeah. same time. Right. So, there is music, but it's so light and subtle, and in the background, it's just. But right. yeah, not a so whole. So when lot. they
1: do do it, when they do use it, it is very effective to and simple, which is yeah. I think you know almost a better way to go with it. You know, yeah, not a lot of sounds, right. and you no, can I really agree. focus on what's going to happen, and you try to figure out like what's what's happening, where's this going to go, and all that stuff like that. Yeah. With
2: right the yeah, lack it's of intensity, where it's like everything cuts out for so long in the movie, and then when you're are you're just right in it, and then when you're like uh, here from the bottom of the story, and all this. It just when it hits you in the gut, it hits you. and that's right. the thing that I, I admire so much about that. I, I love it. The theme music's fantastic, psychonic, but, uh, yeah, the sparsity of it and everything else. it just,
0: yeah, at the scene when when they look at her at her stomach and and the words help me up here, you hear that. That's a good example of when the music is really effective because it's these like scraping violin strings and really, discordant kinds of jarring sounds yeah, really intense. And then it stops when you, when it goes back to father carrots, he's looking at it and then it zooms in again on, her, on her belly. And it's like, it happens all over again. It's like, Oh, okay. It is so Spartanly used that it's, it's, it's super effective. You know, like wherein, uh, in like movies like jaws, when you have this tremendous theme, it, it really, what it does is kind of act as the shark, the terror, right? It, it builds suspense in that way. So
2: what you don't see, what you don't see.
0: Yeah, it's like we have this surrogate shark with this theme music. Mm -hmm. We know it's there, lurking and coming toward us. That creates a different kind of suspense. And this one, it's the lack of music almost adds to the realism because it doesn't feel like a movie at times. It is just you are watching this little girl go through this horrible possession, and it it is really, really, you know, scary, scary as hell. I first saw this when I was like ten or maybe twelve. They had shown it on TV. Man, I I just I thought it for sure I could handle because I like horror movies, and uh, this one really really stuck with me. It disturbed me. It's the only movie that still scares me. I don't ever want to watch it alone at night. And I think part of that was probably due in in to my very very heavy strict pentecostal upbringing being very aware of the spiritual forces around me you know demons and possessions and you know stories in the bible of being being people being possessed by demons you know and i'm like fuck <laughs> you know i just yeah. fully expected my bed to be shaking that night and so i had the radio on my lights on and for like three days man i was just scared shitless um you know it still is a terrifying terrifying movie uh, how about you
2: chop uh how does yeah. it affect well, you? <laughs> well, I think that, um, you know, one of the things I'm, I'm glad you touched on it, Montag, was the fact that upbringing, you know, what we're brain brought up with faith. You know, I had a, I had a Catholic mother, had a Lutheran father, and, um, no idea, nobody, you know, you know, I'm 10 years old and I got away from church. But for me, you know, when I found my faith again, it was just like, uh, terrifying. And I absolutely believe there are some things in this world scientifically cannot be proven that, and I've been through personal experience on that, but that it, it hits a deep, it really hits deep, a hit, uh, deep nerve. And um, I, I just love the the lack of the music, the intensity building up, even as a slow burn, even though there's some scenes with the medical stuff, which we talked about during the watch uh, Montag, that Probably could have been left out. When, when it hits, it, it hits a chord for every individual, regardless of what, whatever their faith is. Re- regardless, it hits a chord, and it's a different thing for everybody, and um, still affects me. Well,
1: yeah. I liked all. I liked all the medical scenes. I mean, I can see them, you know, <laughs> cutting it out for a shorter time, but with the director's cut bringing it back in, I think. It, I think all those medical scenes are also very effective in just of the way that you can see how primitive it seemed like some of those machines. And then like, you know, you're sitting Mm -hmm. here listening to it and you're not hearing any music, but then all of a sudden you hear that shunk of all the machinery and stuff like that, you know? So, um, it's painful,
2: it's painful because torture where technology has come medical technology, especially from back in the day, that's exactly accurate for how it was. And, um, you know, loud, obnoxious, is scary. And where we come from, like I talked to Montag earlier about, look at blood tests. Look where needles have come from. Yeah. God, I'm scared to death. You know, as a kid. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, all right, whatever. Because they were so big and long and hollow. And it's like, are you going to put it through my arm? It's still very effective.
0: And in, in the practical special effects, for the longest time, I, it, they're so well done that I sometimes forget that they are not really doing these things to her. Uh, you know, Linda Blair's uh, reactions to these things are really visceral and believable. And when they like hit the skin, you know, I'm sure they're just kind of moving it or there's like, maybe a little piece of false skin on top or something that they're pricking or whatever, but it, it looks like they're really puncturing her, you know, with these things, it looks like she's really going through this stuff. So that's yeah, very believable that's and as I, a I kid who was that... sick a lot and go had gone through these, you know, a lot of tests as a kid, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and Understands those kinds of things. I had a a cardiac catheterization. You can't see Mm. the scar, but it's right there. Next time we uh, you can't see it, but I'm going to get closer uh, anyway. So yeah, I'll I'll show you my scar. It's right here. Next time we get together, I can see my cardiac
1: catheterization
0: scar. Yeah, terrifying, right?
1: Well, you know, Um, I think it also gives you another sense of like what she's going through because none of us has. I don't think have ever had to deal with possession, So you can relate to her character in um, the medical procedures and stuff like that, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. right? So just seeing those needles and, you know, feeling
2: this visceral.
1: Yeah. visceral. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you, it. you did. Uh, and that, that's adds to the horror. And I think it's, it's one of the side plots in a way the discovery of trying to ferret out the reason for her behavior you know that it takes a while. I mean, half the movie is over essentially before the anything dealing with like the spiritual aspect really comes up. You see elements. I mean, the flopping on the bed, which is terrifying, yeah. and you know there are t- there are moments of sheer terror. But what I what I love so much, what I've grown to love about the about the movie, the more I watch it, I love the side story of Father Caris and him questioning his faith. And for years, that was me as I was questioning my own faith. Um, it was a very relatable character what he was going through. So I really love that element of the movie. And I love, you know, Jason Miller as father Karis. I cannot imagine a more perfect father Karis. Uh, he's one of my favorite actors and he just embodies that role so well. And just, you could just see it, you know, in his eyes and the struggle that he's, that he's going through, you know, you
2: know and I've it, I, I just like, really come like to appreciate tech, that. I, I hate to interrupt you, but I, I remember that, that shot on the, on the stairs, here you have Marin totally, you know, faced from him, and you have Father Karras on there. Father Karras still has on in the the bottom steps where he still got this, he got that shadow over his face, like he's still doubting everything. He's still sure. going through this battle of faith. It's so simplistic, but it was so mm-hmm. powerful. And I thought, wow, what a great shot! And I, I never noticed it throughout, you know, until years later and looking his mm-hmm. stuff up and thinking about it, but that's a very powerful scene with Marin right there. Oh the yeah.
0: yeah. 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 Uh, Freakin does a lot of great things where he sets up these wonderful shots that become symbolic, you know, early on when, when uh, Marin is in Iraq at the dig and he uncovers that head of Pazuzu. And then you, you see him standing across the chasm, you know, there's Pazuzu, the statue on one side and there's Marin on the other You know, these dogs are fighting. Um, You know, it's very, very symbolic. And then little things. They use little things to create terror. Uh, Like when he's talking to the the people there in in Iraq, he's got to leave. And then the clock stops. Like, you know, when he says evil Mm. against evil, it just stops. You know, the timing of it, when you realize, oh, shit, if this is going to get scary. You know, that's just simple stuff. But it's really effective. And, and, And perhaps that's what movies that deal with supernatural possession ghosts i think those are terrifying on a different level because it's not like a a masked killer or jason even though they're supernatural it's just that's like so like a nightmare dream like fantasy horror where this is a different kind of visceral horror it's not the monster outside trying to get into your house it's the monster getting into your body you know into your mind right you know, and, and controlling you and, and you have no, you know, no power to take yourself out of that situation. And that's, that's, what's really scary.
2: Well, it's like, and I don't want to take any time away from anybody. but Ellen Burstyn, what a tremendous actress. But on top of that, you know, I, I pointed out in a film Montag when we were watching, I'm like, here's a doctor that side of the desk and here she is. And he's in light. Mm-hmm. She's totally in dark. The subtle thing, subtle move, but like she's going through. Them. She is, you know, like that all that pain and everything about her daughter and everything else. And yet you have this doctor on the other side, like we got the answers. This, and she's just she's done it yeah. at that point. She yeah. is spent. It's, and it's that, a beautiful. That's what, it, that's what carried on to me.
0: Well, we have the dream sequence as well. Um, you know, Karis dreaming about his mom, the symbolism of her dying, you know, coming up and then dying. And we know that Freakin purposely put in these subliminal hits of this ghoul face that you didn't see in when it was actual film, because the way film works versus how video transfer works, they show up. You can obviously tell that these ghoul faces have been spliced in, but they're spliced in. Some of them are right like direct over faces, or in you know crazy places like the the hood of the of the grill, you know the stove, mm. and you know mm-hmm. weird things that just pop out. And when you when you've not seen them, you forget that they're there. It's like oh, it is jarring. And uh, I can only imagine what an audience felt when it was when you couldn't physically see them, but you felt it. Your brain saw it, but you didn't yeah. know why you were getting more and more scared. You know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um what other things do you have to say what things stood out for you on the movie itself beyond the medical yeah. stuff and everything that you talked about Yeah what about you bloodletter what do you think
1: Oh the what, o- what,
0: what other things <laughs> came yeah what are the things did you enjoy or terrified terrified with Yeah, yeah. well what the one the, the
1: one the one that really uh, freaked me out was her coming down the stairs up you know in the spider crawl or whatever Yeah and then the blood that kind of like freaked me out to Mm-hmm. See that, you know, and yeah. I think that was like one of the first times I, I jumped when we were uh, when I was rewatching the movie.
0: Nice, and and when when Because I've never found, seen the
1: director's cut.
0: Right, and I remember the mm-hmm. first time I saw it because I had no idea what to expect. I just right. knew it was longer. Yeah, and yeah. then I saw it, and what they call it, they referred to it in the movie as like it's a double climax because you get the, you get the climax of Burke being killed, you know, being dead. And then you think it's over. And then here comes Reagan crawling down the stairs, vomiting blood, crawling upside down. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it's so short. The scene, it's so terrifying. It hits you and then leaves you. you They just zoomed up on her, you know, they
1: zoom in on her face. And then she like spits out of that blood. And you're like, what? Crawling down,
0: because it's such an unnatural crawl. You know, a contortionist was used for that scene. It's such a... Horrifying, and like my, my skin is just like goosebumping right now, just thinking about it. Um,
1: yeah,
0: it's almost you know, it's like when you watch the, the Ringu, the Japanese ring, when mm-hmm. the ghost comes out of the TV, it's such an unnatural movement. It's just like, oh god, but this was real A contortion. She crawled down the stairs, vomited blood, and like, Ugh. Just, just that really terrifying, terrifying moment.
2: So, uh, but I think but the, the thing that clear, yeah, I'm sorry, I think the thing that clarifies the whole movie for me is. It's what your belief is. Like I absolutely believe. It. I don't care what anybody tells me. I've I've had my own personal experiences. Struggled with my own faith. Got my faith for what it is. Uh, and I'm proud of that. But I, yeah, I absolutely believe in that. This can mm-hmm. happen. This is not something that there are certain things in this world you do not mess with. Ouija boards and all that. No, nope. I'm good. That's why it speaks to me. And that's sure. like, terrifying. That's like real. Like I can see this happening in real life. This isn't just a movie. Yeah, blood letters on our uh, on our Ouija
0: board right now. So that's right. You know. Oh, are you calling
1: hands, hands up? Audi?
0: Yeah. Hands up. I, hands yes. up. Hands up. <laughs> Jeez, I, <laughs> uh, I, I totally agree with you, chopped up Um mm-hmm. Yeah. When I was about nineteen or twenty, I was I was searching for the uh, the the left hand path. Let's just say that because mm-hmm. you know, I'd come out of years of a really judgmental critical legalistic church and i was desperate to find the other side of the spectrum you know to balance the scales and um so my friend uh and i were uh we had a ouija board out and we were writing songs for a band we wanted to do and i said let's just channel something and maybe we'll get some help writing songs
1: yeah why not what what could go wrong you know (laughs) You met a woman named Patty Pate?
0: <laughs> oh, she tasted so oh. good. Finger licking. <laughs> I'm having dinner
2: <bad. laughs> tonight.
0: Ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah.
1: What else?
0: <laughs> the blood Live's going to gouge your eyes out. Now you're going to feel the horror seeing my tongue <laughs> flicker right out of my mouth like that.
1: Uh. <laughs> well, <laughs> so you're lucky.
0: You're welcome. <laughs> uh, anyway so we were doing this ouija board thing we were waiting something we, you know we 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 asked the spirits because i was also reading books on black magic and and uh summoning the devil and all kinds of stuff like that and uh demonology and all this crap you know and so we 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 got i think we got like three letters we asked who you know this if there if we got if there was a spirit there and we got the yes and we said well what's your name And it spelled out w-i-l we thought, oh, we channeled William Shakespeare. That's fucking great. You know, <laughs> let's write a song. Um, <laughs> but by that time, by I said, Will, you know, and we said, okay, we were like wanted to prove it. Let's let, maybe it's us just pushing the letter around. We, go, we said, if you are here, give us a sign. Well, at that very moment, the guy's window in his room closed, <clears throat> fell down. And we're like, oh fuck! And my skin's crawling now. Just <laughs> thinking about it. Um, and we said, okay. Well, hey, tell you what, Will. Hey, thanks for so much. We're gonna let you, you go. Uh, we don't need yeah. your help anymore. We're just gonna we're let you go back to where up. you came from. Yeah. And uh, we're just, uh, we're just, you know, I made sure to do the uh, proper ritual. I forget what it was. A certain way to to let the spirits go. And um, we we never touched that fucking board again. But it was just so. It could have been coincidence but in the context yeah, I mean, of what we were doing. I'm like, nope, nope. And that was the last time. I'm like, nope, I'm not going to fucking touch it again. Never. And uh, so there's my, uh, there's my Ouija board experience.
2: But uh, yeah, I had a much about, better you know, experience. Yeah. Well, let, let, let's talk about the uh, cursed film experience. This was a very cursed. And a lot of well, people that thought the... that it it brought, obviously, coincidence. I'm sure.
0: Yeah, but I think that there, was the full that, that cursed that came film, film.
2: Series on Shudder, um is magnificent and um, uh yeah. denny's actor that actually you know you know died in the film i don't know he got hit by a car or something montague but there was a lot surrounding it. a lot of things that just seemed to go after the set or after the shoot could very well there be was, I, I know stuff. there's a lot of rumors and stories so I just never mm-hmm. got into how much of it was true or not you know but there was there was some creepy stuff there's a reason why it scares the shit out of me to this day, and that's because it touches personal—not down there, but it touches. me. <laughs> right. yeah. uh, hands up.
1: <laughs> hands up. up.
2: And let's let's give credit to
0: uh, you know the the makeup, the special effects makeup. Yeah, and just uh, you know Dick Smith uh, was the makeup artist, legendary makeup artist Dick Smith. Yeah, I mean, he's just done you know everything you could ever want to know i mean he was makeup on godfather he did taxi driver he did um exorcist 2 altered states poltergeist Mm. 3 house on haunted hill um, wow you know amadeus the hunger ghost story scanners the deer hunter dick smith is just you know what a resume he just has done everything and and that makeup effect of the possessed reagan is just god awful, terrifying, and and I remember I think I think I don't know if you remember this book, Chop Top. I had a book called like the Look of Horror. And it was all about special effects makeup, and it was an oversized coffee table book. And on the there was a whole like she's eleven right by fourteen picture. Yeah, right, eleven mm-hmm. by fourteen picture of Reagan full face. I'm like, oh my god, I can never, I can't look at this book. It you know, I just huh. it's just looking at me. She's just looking yeah. at me. Yeah. Um, terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. So, applause. Kudos to you, Dixman. Yeah. And uh, you know, and and just the the cast. Max von Sydow was just amazing as Father Marin. His performance. Yeah. He's just a terrific. He was a terrific actor.
1: A terrific and, actor.
0: Um, you know, Jason Miller, Linda Blair. I mean, my God, she was uh, just a child going Isn't through like this.
2: Twelve or thirteen. I mean?
0: Yeah. 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 I think she was like sixteen or seventeen when they made Exorcist Two. Yeah. Just a just a tremendous job, and I'm sure. I heard stories of just how traumatized she was, and I don't know how any of it, I'm not sure if any of it was true or not. So Ms. Blair, if you're listening, just know that we love you. And I I met you in Cleveland. We talked about our dogs and um, how much we love our dogs. And uh, you signed a lovely picture to me, sweet dreams to Mark, sweet dreams.
2: We're fans. The thing is, no, I heard about that when she did the extras. They had that harness, you know, the famous bed scene shaking something. That yeah. injured, that fucked her back up. That was that's no doubt about that. She said that interviews like like that really messed her up. But freaking was so so focused on that intensity and the moment, uh, just like having a freezing room, you know, everything in a cold mm-hmm. storage. Yeah, he wanted that reaction. Oh boy, he yeah. got it. But there was a cost. And yeah, yeah, no. She she had some back injury from that that harness.
1: Well, yeah, I think they I think they said that uh, she broke her back or something like that. Because they were, I was reading something one day and um they were saying how um the crew was standing behind the wall, moving the bed, and then they had like had her like in it strapped down to a thing that would come up and flip her around in the bed, and so they yeah. were like those were real screams in there because uh, yeah, she was. Yeah, I did back. read that
2: blood butter. There is actually that—that's my real scream. She said, "I am in pain."
1: Yeah, she, he, they, she literally broke her back during that scene. Oh wow, yep, well, that's poor kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're saying here that she was 13, and they—they um, they casted. They tried to cast like 2,000, or you know, they were looking, and they—they um, they sat down and talked to them, and. Um, she sat down with her mother and said, Linda, do you know anything about the exorcist? She said, yeah, I read the book. It's about a little girl who gets possessed by the devil and does a whole bunch of bad things. And so she kind of knew about the book. So they were like, okay, well this movie experience won't freak her out. And they casted her and um, the mother agreed. So. <sighs> well, I'm sure she went through a lot, you know? Yeah. Oh <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Horrible
0: things. Yeah. So Ms. Blair, if you ever want to come onto our show and talk about your experiences, not only in The Exorcist, but any of your movies. Hell Night, We're all fans of Hell, Hell Night, Night, especially. Hell Knight's a great, great movie. Um, we would love to have you on. So anytime. I think that's what I'm gonna start doing. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ask her, I'm gonna send her a message on Instagram and invite her onto our show. Why yeah. not? She can't hurt. All she can do is say no. Oh, whew. I tell you, this uh, this movie rings me out. You know, it is just visually uh, still terrifying, and it's so engaging. The director's cut, if you've never seen it, it, it is longer. Some of the scenes, most of the ad- additional scenes, there's one with Father Marin and one with Chris McNeil before the exorcism that um, was I did not remember it being in the original cut. Quite a few of the additional scenes are of medical procedures. And then there's that terrifying spider crawl. <clears throat> it's totally worth the extra time just for that.
1: Spider, Definitely.
0: You know, and it was nice to hear a visceral reaction from from you, Bloodletter, when when uh, Reagan vomits up the uh, the pea mm. soup. So that was yes. nice to hear to hear you jump, hear you scream. Yeah, it was hot. I'm sure it was. So it just makes me want to like the next time we actually get together in person is to have a mouthful of pea soup. And when we get ready to hug them, "Ah." (laughs) 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 Uh, so if you have any pea soup recipes, send us, you know, email, find us. We are, you know, heavy metal horror podcast fans, um, on, uh, Facebook, you know, send us your great pea soup recipes. We'd love to hear them. So, (laughs) um, Is there? This was a a pretty short episode tonight. Uh, I think we're all spent with talking about what we felt. I mean, how much terror, and the fact that we're still scared. You know, forty years later, yeah, is testament to the power of this film. You know, as we were talking earlier, like some of the Hammer films that scared me to death as a kid, I watch and I'll get creeped out, like the Mummy, Christopher Lee's the Mummy, and the, the first Dracula movie. There were times where I remember being like five years old. That was my first Hammer film. I saw Dracula come out. And I'm, I still remember being that five-year-old kid and being afraid. The mummy still scares, creeps me out. He comes out of the, the swamp. It's like, ugh, it's a creepy feeling, but it yeah. doesn't affect me like this goddamn movie. It just sticks with me. and And I, I'll probably always, always be affected like this, you know, the rest of my life. So thank you for making the scariest fucking movie in the world, William
2: Freeman, <laughs> William Peter Blatty. You
0: know? I, I,
2: I think, well, I think one of the things I'm going to add is that you guys got to remember back in, uh, we're watching this how many years later, you know? Well, it's, our parents it's, yeah, it's 40 years, it, so.
0: almost 40 years
2: later. Yeah. And I remember, and Montag, you'll 50, recall this as well. 50 fucking people. years, sorry, 73, yeah. 50 yeah. years later. If people were passing out in the aisles, puking, it, yeah. it, 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 The the, the ushers and stuff were hauling people out of the theater Mm -hmm. because it had such a deep emotional impact. And I think Mm -hmm. that goes, I I think a lot of that goes with, you know, Catholicism and her Catholic faith they brought into it. Sure. You know what they were going to face with. But still, what does it, I don't remember a film in horror history that did, had that effect. I mean, William right. Castle liked to do those gimmicks where he said, you know, we
0: yeah. have a nurse standing by to pass out. You know, that was kind of the fun. This was legitimate yeah. terror. You yeah. know, I think because people had never seen anything like this ever. There had been other supernatural movies. But really, when you think about this movie, well, start not necessarily this one. I think what started the whole supernatural thing was was probably Rosemary's Baby in 1968. But right. that was so tame and so calm. Even the very only the very last shot do you see this kind of devil quiet kind of thing. But it's yeah, it was it was a subtle, you know, it's overrated too. I'm just gonna take a I'm just it's overrated. Mm. Sorry, Polanski, you pedophile. It's overrated. Uh, yeah. <sighs> I gotta separate the work from the artist. I can do that. You do. because uh, he's done like the Ninth Gate, which I think is a fantastic movie. Ninth
1: you know, Gate's fantastic.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about that another time. So there was this turn toward the supernatural, like the Exorcist, sparked like the Omen, and this whole like host of you know demonic kind of possession movies, you know Devil Dog Hound of Hell, you know made its way into the uh, the Colt Check the Night Stalker series. Oh yeah, and, You know yeah. with Hellfire, or no, that's the, not that one. The one with Tom Skerritt as uh, yeah. Serpent Satan.
2: Oh, that was a good. One yeah, Paul. exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but it's here. Fifty years later, um I'm sure in in 2023 they will have a 50th anniversary edition or something. Yeah, uh, here be. it is, and and we're still. I mean, it's been 40 some years for us. About 40 because we saw. it You know, I, I saw it maybe 1977, 79, mm-hmm.
2: somewhere in that area. And uh oh. we're still affected. We're still. Affected. That was a TV. Remote. Yeah, that was uh, just a all, TV all cut. All levels. All levels. Yeah,
0: they weren't even like showing all the stuff. You know. Fuck me, like Jesus, fuck me. You know, they were that <laughs> stuff was cut all out. It was just the stuff like the
2: listening yeah, to English in reverse, in hell,
0: Karis. Yeah, yeah, it was all the English <laughs> in reverse stuff. You know, hearing that, that played backwards. That was a backwards.
2: good invitation yeah. there. Hot, t- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah, all that stuff was all that stuff was cut, and it was still just horrifying. I'm glad we Thank got to you watch really it. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna be watching this anytime soon, let alone for entertainment.
2: No, I'm, it's I'm just... gone. I, I'm glad to have you both with me because it scared the shit out of me and
0: Hold yeah. my hands, Bloodner. Reach out and touch the screen. Yeah. Oh, thank
2: <laughs> you. you. I'll a time after that. I cuddle Jesus I'm, come to your screen.
1: <laughs> I'm scared. Yeah. Oh. Um, I think I'll keep Any? seeing flashes of that those the demon's face. When you actually look at that picture too, you're like, ooh, that's just—it is scary. But when you see a flash of it, it's just a little bit,
0: yeah, scarier because yeah.
1: you're trying to yeah. piece in your mind of like, what exactly did that look like? You know? Yeah, the ghoul,
2: the ghoul face.
1: Right. Yeah.
2: Right. That wasn't Pazuzu. It was something like, like almost in between kind of thing. It was just like. Well, we they referred to, to it as the
0: ghoul face,
2: um, and, yeah. and
0: but I don't know what, what. Uh, what it was supposed to be, other than some kind of creepy, like a death-like face. What well, it were, yeah. And let's give yeah, credit to like Mercedes for Mercedes for was the woman who did the uh, the demon voice. Okay. Mercedes, oh, yeah. yeah, I was
1: reading about that in here too. Yeah. So you know, hey. She had to eat like raw eggs or something like that to help well, get that. They
2: want to smoke as many cigarettes you can, drink whiskey to get that. I don't yeah. know what the yeah. hell. Oh, it was. It was just. Uh, yeah. I'm good. That's enough. It yeah. Said you know, um.
1: She would need to swallow raw eggs to make her voice uh mucusy and start 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 smoking cigarettes again and also guzzle booze to get the languid throaty croak necessary for the oh, demon.
0: Yeah. Languid <laughs> is like
2: relaxed. Oh my gosh, like, nice. like It's like when Regan's like did you do that? Oh. <sighs> there you oh, go. Thank you. Hands hey. off. I do. You see them? I got it. <laughs> I right. I got it. A... Oh. Thank oh. you, bud letter. Thank you for to see it not having tonight. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah. 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 It keeps flashing through my head, though. <laughs> thank you. But- Bad touch, bad touch. Kiss
0: me,
1: kiss me, Montag.
0: Kiss me, Montag. Kiss me, Montag. Well, thank you, Thanks. thank you for that. Oh. That's, that's the best kiss I've had in a long time. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Uh, gotcha.
0: I don't always kiss demons yeah. but when I do it's while doing heavy metal horror uh, does anyone have anything else they want to add? Uh, blood Letter you want to add some more?
1: Um, should we say like a Hail Mary or an Our Father before we move on?
2: Sure, go ahead, it's not going to work we've got to get right in front of the statue of the Virgin so you know, that's a false oh, that's idol
1: right? false idol domine for requiem I'll I was do an old Walter boy.
0: That's right. I'll I'll do that yeah. one. That was from a uh, Monty Python, and The Holy Grail. All <laughs> right. Well, I think we've we've talked about The Exorcist uh, enough for today. And um, boy, I do
1: have a fear of statues. You remember how we were talking about the statues? Yeah. Yeah. Like
0: yeah, in it, exorcist. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's got yes, a fear of statues. It's mm-hmm. yeah. Tell us yeah. about this. It's more in The Exorcist Three. It's it's my fear of statues. Actually, seeing it come to life. But anytime, together. yeah, Catholic churches, man, they creep me out, man. Those statues, like, Jesus, come on. Uh, not the pun, you know, just, no. you guys, like, statues, of these people, like, why? You know, it's like, unless yeah. you're going to make a gigantic chessboard, you know, and, and make <laughs> them move around, that's fine. But, you know, yeah, I just don't get it. And then, like, when they're hyper realistic, not like the stone, white yeah. alabaster or something, but like when they're hyper realistic, painted yeah. up, and their eyes are looking at you. I mm.
2: will fucking mm-hmm. stare That's at the statue and
0: wait for it. Just wait for it to move its eyes. It's like looking at a ventriloquist all. No. I'm waiting for it to go. You know, I'm just waiting. Come so on, Joseph. Her. Come on, so, like, Joseph. Blink at me. Blink at me, you oh. son of a bitch.
1: Like you going know. into an art museum, like freaks, you know, like with the armor, like mm-hmm. I can't go on the armor section. Yeah. And um the Asian section, you know, where like the statues are actually bigger than you. I, I really oh, flip okay. out and I I I have to like look like look down and try to huh. get away because I'm always thinking they're gonna reach out and touch me. Nice. Or they're watching okay. me, stuff like that. Right.
2: They are. Well they so they want to touch you. I mean there's yeah, who doesn't? With... They got, Hands up. Know... I was like hands <laughs> up statue. <laughs> hands up <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know, I'm one of the things too on this. You know, get back to the exorcist. This messed people up because it was attacking Christian fundamentals or the Catholicism fundamentals. This was attacking, and that's what offended a lot of people, I think, especially devout Catholics that went and saw the film. Something happened with that, you know, and they got sick mm-hmm. or they got. So I think well, this I mean, yeah,
1: because people like, were more religious back then as well. Well, they get, you know? they get,
2: oh. I
0: mean, they win in the end. We found out who did it. The devil did it, you know, but, yeah. but, but the Christian or the f- Christian faith wins over, you know, Pazuzu in the, in the
2: end. So I guess. Good versus chock, evil. Chalk one classic. more for God. Well, it's especially like Dude. with Marin, you know, that, that opening sequence. And like I got to say, yeah. you know, it's right there with Pazuzu. And you can yeah. see like that disparity. And it's like, Two opposite he's ends almost like overpowering, but he still stood his ground. Mm-hmm. And that was a pretty uh, fantastic shot.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very symbolic. That's what the good filmmaking could do. You know, this is obviously a good film. You know, the some of the sequels have not been so good. Nope. Exorcist 2 was pretty horrible.
1: Exorcist <sighs> 3
0: is brilliant. I love Exorcist 3. And uh, like Exorcist 4 or The Beginning, those other ones. That oh, just yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, is there four? Yeah.
0: Well, I think they like, traces back Father Marin's first time exercise ex- being an exorcism, you know, exorcist in Africa or something
2: because they, they had, make reference
0: to it. They had two movie. of
2: those, uh Mark uh Dominion and I forget the other one. They had two of them. One was directed by Renny Harlan and the other one I can't remember, but they had two of them at the same time. They really it was like it was so oh. confusing. Nobody okay. even like they gave a shit about it. Yeah. They
0: haven't been able to do it. This is one of those movies where the I think the zeitgeist has changed and they're going to rely on special effects too much or something, but it's the human drama is what's so terrifying. you got the priest who's losing his faith. you got the innocent girl who's being unwittingly taken over by a demonic entity who has no, no qualms with hurting her. Control. So you have all this really terrifying human drama, you know, And then, you know, Reagan, or then uh, Chris McNeil, the mother, her terror as she's watching her child go through this, she can't find help with all the medical stuff. And just knowing,
1: too, that she killed, like, three people, not, you know, knowingly.
2: And you felt for her, that mother in this movie. You felt, you really felt. Mm -hmm. I mean, Ellen God bless her. a tremendous actress. And you really
0: felt like those moments. I'm going to guess that almost anyone who's listening to us has probably seen The Exorcist. I mean, that's why you're listening to a heavy metal horror podcast. But if you haven't, I mean, we've spoiled a lot for you, you know, (laughs) but it's still worth to see because... No, um, we haven't.
1: We haven't really spoiled anything.
0: The devil did it. I gave it away. What more do you want? (laughs) (laughs) The devil wears Prada. Okay, now we know. Yeah, okay, no. so all right uh so i think i think we can wrap this up on the exorcist i think i can put it in the book as saying okay the, i don't need to see it unless you got something more to say there blood letter
1: well you know i like it too because it's not hokey you know because it can be real and you know yeah. i think that's the bottom line of the exorcist that could be real mm-hmm. and um there was another point but i totally forgot because I blinked and lost yeah it all. Ching.
0: you're like <laughs> You blink it <laughs> and something happens. You're like the opposite of genie. Instead of making things appear, you make things disappear. I can make memories disappear.
1: I, mean, I know. I'm like, I had something really cool to say. And I, can
0: you call it? me master? <laughs> like genie? I'm blinking. <laughs> She's making me <laughs> blink and go away. <laughs> hands up. Hands up. <laughs> well, Chop Top and I will wear matching genie outfits, if you will. So, <gasps> yes, I'm master. There we go. Oh, hold on. Say it one more time. Hands are down. <laughs>
2: that, that's some stuff you want to see, right? Yes, no.
0: master.
2: Uh, oh. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> oh. I can feel it possessing me now. Oh, right. oh,
1: right. <laughs> oh my God. Let's uh. say Hail Mary and get out of here, repent, and go.
0: Yeah, that sounds <laughs> good. I'll say it. but... I'm not to afraid. get you. Well, this has been fun. Mm-hmm. This is Montag, master of illusion, Chop Top,
1: letter
2: and you been listening to heavy, heavy
0: metal. 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 <gasps> metal.